Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Yes. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're actually broadcasting live from Santa Monica. That's right. I Tink Studios. As, as the New Yorkers like to call it. In uh, Well, this isn't the heart of Screenland. This, this is, is Santa Monica, California, what they call Silicon Beach nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> And we're at Ed's house today. Yes, yes. And today's show, you know, the good news, Daryl, no matter what happens, it's a setup. That's right. Today's show is called It's a Setup with Frank Conti. Holding fast to the reality that divine order is in effect always leads to surprising good fortune. Daryl and Ed have learned that we feel bad when we forget that. Regardless of appearances to the contrary, life is continually propelling us in the direction of our greater good. And during the second segment, Ever faithful Frank Conti continues his demonstration with today's daily word, let go and let God. Ah, that's a good one. That's when we feel bad, when we forget that life is continually propelling us in the direction of our greater good. That's right. Even on the last episode, Daryl and I were sweating because we were running out of time and Frank was telling a great story. And then it turned into our first ever two-part episode. Cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Yes. So we're going to find out more. We'll hear more from Frank's amazing story of how one the unexpected thing leads to another, often in ways that yeah you couldn't imagine, and uh, better than expected outcomes happen. Even when it seems horrific at some stages, yeah. turns out to be a super blessing. Right, right. So uh, let's see. I'm recovering from a minor surgery, and uh, this morning in my meditation. This affirmation came to me, so I thought it was perfect for our breaths today. Yes, because this is what. This show really is all about. So let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. <sighs> when I stop stressing, I receive my blessing. <sighs> when I stop stressing, I receive my blessing. <sighs> when I stop stressing, I receive my blessing. <sighs> Thank you. 
there's those angels. It's funny how almost all of our breaths now we channel John Strickland with the, with the voice. <laughs> well, the, the real life Foghorn Leghorn. Who yes. We have to get back on the show soon, man. So if John's listening, we love you and we live, we're going to be reaching out to you. So the first reading for today is from 24 Hours a Ooh. Day. Now this little black book oh my goodness is popular in uh, 12-step groups yes specifically Alcoholics Anonymous it's available right. anywhere it's by Hazelton and any book and every book we read from or mention you could most likely find it on our reading list which you could link click on from DarylNed.com. yes so here it goes and this is this one is one of, we read this the other day. It's funny how these shows come together because yes. we don't like rigidly plan them. We keep, we, we apply the same principles we share on the show, not just in our lives, but even in regards to the show coming together. And this reading was on July 5th, which was, I'm sorry, we got, this is a two-parter, right? No. No, this is, no, this is just July 5th. This is just July 5th. July 5th. We yes. got another two-parter. And as soon as I read this, I felt so much reassurance. Right. And then it hit me. I go, oh, my God, this goes perfect with this week's show. Yes. Many things can upset you, and you can easily get off the track. But remember that God is near you all the time, ready to help you if you call on him. You cannot forever stand against God's will for you, nor can you forever upset God's plan for your life. Even though God's plan may be postponed by your willfulness and deliberate choice of evil, a whole world of men and women cannot permanently change God's laws nor his purpose for this universe. Yes. The sea of life may look very rough to us, but we can believe that our captain steers the boat on a straight course and always to something better. Always to something better. And that's... That's why Florence Scovelshin in uh, The Secret Door to Success recommends, do not magnify obstacles, magnify the Lord. That means magnify God's power. The average person will dwell on all the obstacles and hindrances which are there to prevent his good coming to pass. You combine with what you notice. So if you give obstacles and hindrances your undivided attention, they grow worse and worse. Give God your undivided attention. Keep saying silently in the face of all obstacles, God's ways are ingenious. His methods are sure. God's power is invincible, is invincible though invisible. And then there's a quote that says, call, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. In demonstrating our good, we must look away from adverse appearances. Judge not by appearances. And that... You know, I was listening to, what's that guy's name, Joe, uh, Joe is Dr. Dispenza. Oh, Dispenza. Yeah, yes, he I, said some really good things. Yes, I, one of the things that struck me was that he was saying, like, if you have some sort of something that you might consider traumatic or something that was painful or something, your body will sort of naturally want to go into a fight or flight response. Yes. So at first, the, the chemicals that are being released into the brain will oddly start focusing yes. your, your thoughts onto the worst case scenarios you know so part of what this is a, as it's a firm but a gentle and loving process with ourselves you know like because um for me 
it's like sometimes I hold myself to such a high standard and I, I get that I get scared that my negative thoughts are actually bringing on the worst instead of realizing just the fact like we talked about that, that I'm actually choosing to lean generally in the direction of good or finding any points during the day that is creating a huge ripple effect that, that moving forward is going to manifest in big yes. positive manifestations I may not even remember that I uh, had those you know like th that I sent planted those seeds but just remember that just because you can't stay in that positive state no it's like kind of impossible really in the beginning to stay in it all the time but just anytime you take moments to redirect and, and feel that positive flow of life they're going to pay big dividends going forward well and that's why i love that 24 hour a day reading yeah because it says these little thoughts that i have that are you know that get in the way yes and make me feel bad and then i start panicking oh no i'm bringing about what i don't want right no, I have to remind myself, no, no, no. I may delay it, but I'm not bringing about bad. I may delay my good fortune for a little bit, right. but I'm not going to bring about right. horrors. Like, yeah. That's why I love the Reverend I quote, God does not do spite work. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> was this your quote, I think, but it has a Reverend I feel, but was I think you came up with it, and it, remind, it helps me a lot, which is God brings it about in spite of my doubt. Yes. The thing is, like, this is what I've been realizing lately is, the good is always arriving. It's just how receptive am I to receiving that in that moment? Like this morning was my first day back teaching summer school through Zoom. And I woke up yesterday. It sounded like a great idea. But I woke up this morning going like, whoa, kind of feel overwhelmed by getting back in there. Right. And but I just did my and it, like that was bringing up fear in this sense that like, oh, here I go again. I'm just ignoring how I really feel and just plodding forward. But I just said, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just going to take this a step at a time if I need to bow out, whatever. Right. But what happened was I showed up. The, I always start the day by playing a song called Time to Get Up, which is – that's actually medicine for me. I got to see all the kids. We got to sing that at the end of the show. Yeah, right? We should do that today. All right. That sounds like a good plan. So – what what uh but God's good arrived even though my mind was stressing one of my fellow teachers because I'm co-teaching since we're doing it on Zoom said to me oh don't feel bad Ed you need I want you to log off immediately and I'll take your groups in with my group today she said I'm so excited about what I planned it's the perfect day Isn't for me to do it yeah and part of my mind still was I realized like part of my mind was still not wanting to see that God is answering all the time yeah because. Well, this is too easy. It must be. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm right. being too, too wishy. Maybe I should still push through. I know that, that's yeah. all crap. I, I do that too. And you know, one thing that's helping me is realizing that everyone goes through this. Like, yes. Our, our, our guest, Terry McBride, talks about a period when he started his affirmations where his subconscious mind was rejecting it for weeks. Same thing happened with Joe Dispenza. For weeks, his mind kept rejecting this stuff. Yes. But you just stay with it. And then there comes a point where your subconscious mind will accept it. And I felt that this morning and I felt the yes. healing in my body happening when just for a moment or like yes. a few moments, my mind was accepting this stuff. Oh. And I was like, wow, this is a blessing that I'm going through this. It's, it's so radically different of an emotional yeah. feeling because th this morning I had I had a great nap yesterday afternoon you know it's holiday right and which i don't you know well, you're gonna waste a holiday napping but right. i had this great nap uh -huh. i woke up refreshed and uh, did some creative things that made me feel even better about myself right 
So, uh, you know, there wasn't a cloud on the horizon. And I thought, I'm going to have a great night's sleep. And tomorrow yeah. we got the show. Right. Well, I woke, for some reason at 4.30, <laughs> I started thinking before I was even up fully right. about the fact that Lori's car, is her lease is coming up oh, yeah. in, 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 in September. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever the case may be, this is, this is not even a big deal, folks. Right. But when I had that thought, all of a sudden now, and this is the thing, most of us have really good imaginations. Right. And I have to realize that about myself when I do something yes. like this. Because then I start imagining, oh, my God, those guys are going to take advantage of me. I don't trust anyone. So now I'm going on this whole, right. like, how am I going to do this? And then if they say this, and right. oh, what's the use? And right. I'm get, whatever. I'm just going to battle in my mind right. with dealerships that I'm not even in their showroom. Right. And, and I start feeling the fight or flight. Right. Meaning... I started waking up more instead of being able to go back to sleep. I understand. Yeah, because those chemicals start yes. moving the, the courses through your brain. I get it. So I just had to keep reassuring myself. No, no, no. This, this, you're just making all this up. It's not. But I couldn't shake the little bit of it. I hear you. So I said, that's okay. We're going to get up and do our morning routine. Yes. We'll always feel better. And then a little baby voice goes, yeah, but now you didn't get a good night's sleep. Right. And I said, no, no, no. We're going right. to go do the routine. I start doing my morning routine, and on every show, we we probably heard it. We always suggest, please give yourself a break each morning. Don't right. jump out of bed, throw a helmet on, and race into your miserable right. day. Take the time to be kind to yourself, and do some spiritual readings, whichever ones you prefer. We have a whole list on our on our reading list, but whatever the case may be, I started doing my readings. Yes. Nothing's happening. Right. I'm even telling myself, you're just reading this, you know? Oh yeah. But, yeah but I was I just say, stuck with it. You can like, hear yeah. that even we still have yes. a part that's try, still trying to strap on the helmet and go to battle, even though yes. we, we were like grabbing his belt loop and he's trying to run away. We're sitting yes. there. We just sit that part of us down. And even, even if, um, even if in that moment that guy keeps running, yes. If just the fact that we're sitting really yes. does help. So I just kept at it. Yes. And then I said, one thought came to me, like the word new, and I said, ooh, okay. So oh, I wow. just, I don't, I don't have yeah, to close that, but I just started writing in my book. This might help you too, Ed. I just started going new, 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 new ideas. Today is brand new. I let go of past fears and steer towards the new. New thoughts filled with love, inspiration, and approval. Yes. I have new experiences, even in familiar arenas. Yes. yes. And I just kept writing new, new, new. All of a sudden, yes. I started like thinking, hey, if I was a really wealthy guy, which I am, we're all wealthy. Right. You know, we all are heirs to the kingdom, but I forget that. Yes. I would be excited about getting my wife a new car. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's going to love True. this, fellas. You know what I mean? I'd be telling the yes. guys in the, the showroom. The very same thing that was, yeah. a, it was a worry would actually yes. be something you were looking forward yeah. to. Yeah. And I started smelling a new car smell. I go, we're going to, and I started thinking of people in the 50s for some reason. Right. Dad would go get a new car. Right. I don't know why it was that. No, I understand. It, and, it literally did like you felt with your healing. I got that rush. Yes. Of, oh yes, this is something to look forward to. Now it doesn't. I can't try to hang on to it. Yes. Because it does slip away. Right. But that's okay. You don't panic when it slips away because right. just the fact that it came means your subconscious has accepted. That's right. That new. That's right. Re rewiring. All right. So you have a read. Uh, this is the double reading from God, Grammy. And I just realized because this is an old desk and we're and the oh, microphone's yeah. sitting on it, every 
you guys get to hear whenever we pick things up uh, and put things down. So we'll do our best to eliminate that noise. But um, yes. But uh, anyway, yeah. So, got, dude, this is very exciting. This, this is, is a two-parter. Okay, let's This is it. from God Grant Me. And it's from a piece from July 5th and a piece from July 7th. So if you have this book at home. And it says, and this is great because we can all relate with what's going on in our lives. Yes. Within our own little homes. Right. And in, in the, the world. world. Here yes. it goes. It's easy to let the noise around us tell us what to think about. At the end of the day, we can end up feeling out of touch with who we are. We've been giving our minds to whatever is on the radio, television, or the gossip grapevine at work or at school. When the craziness gets big around us, we can say a prayer. Breathe deeply and take a step back for a moment. We can see that the craziness is just out there. It is not in us. It will pass. We are actually okay. All we need to do is let go of our panic. Yes. Trust in our higher power. Breathe. Be ourselves. We know what to do when we go to that still place inside of us. Yes. We know. And sometimes for me, and I know for Ed, sometimes... The feeling doesn't come right away, but we know enough now to just right foot, left foot, right? You know, and just yes. do what's in front of us. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. the other day I did the old yes walk because I was. Oh, the yes head. walk. And I just remind time, everyone. Yeah, every If you go for a walk, if you feel like you can't escape just this malaise or a depressed state of mind or, or just not feeling good about the conditions in your life. You could just go for a walk, not to kill yourself, a simple walk. Yeah. And every time your left foot hits the ground, just say yes. You could say it verbally or within your mind. And I did it the other day, even though, oh, this is not going to work. It's not Nope. I just took myself by the shirt and said, no, we're going to do it. You're going to feel better. And I'm telling you, within 100, 200, 300 yards, my mind and my emotions started to come back. I started yes. to become myself again. Yes. You know, I, you, we're talking about what goes going on in the world and everything. And, you know, I just had this, uh, I remember a quote that the, when I went and got a spiritual master's or whatever, psychology, spiritual psychology master's, they called it from the University of Santa Monica. And I, I, I learned a lot of great things that I use in my own life. Actually, Daryl, it's funny because the stuff that we got there and the stuff Daryl has learned in his life often overlap, um, including the part that... You got to get the tools from where you get them, but you're the one who has to apply them. That's right. Because if you think it's just like a social club, it doesn't do the trick. You have no. to apply these things within yourself. But the teacher, Ron Holnick, said, our ego loves the idea of change all the way up to the point of change. Yes. So all the like grandstanding, you know, the way, all the big, bold statements, those are great to give you like an idea of what wants to change or what needs to change. But the, the, the actual point of change... Is something that has to happen within each one of us and is actually a joyful and peaceful thing. It's yes. like Alan Cohen was saying in another book that we were, I was just reading. It's like contrition is is realizing you've been off course, but it's cause for celebration because yes. it's a realization that you now know the direction to go. So guilt and beating yourself up and beating others up, that's not going to get us in the direction of change. That I we can't want. believe it because that leads right into yeah. this reading. And actually, this is from Alan Cohn also. I didn't realize that. It's from A Deep Breath of Life. We read this every morning. It's on our 
uh, what'd you say? Reading, reading list, list. Uh, DarylNed.com. And I actually found another paragraph two days later. So this is another combo. On July 4th, he said, Today, declare a revolution of consciousness. Oust the old dictators of self-doubt, attack thoughts, jealousy, end the replaying of old negative patterns of thought and feeling, and replace them with a belief in yourself. Trust in the wisdom of life, positive visualization and speech, and the willingness to be grand. Because that's what the change we will really want is for everyone to be grand, yes. right? And at the bottom of July 6th, which is called Do You Agree, he says, We create our reality by agreement. When two or more agree that something is so, we attract results consonant with our belief. We can agree that we are small and powerless, or we can agree that we are co-creators with God. Never agree to your limits, but always agree to your infinite power. The universe will grow whatever you plant with your intentions. That's what I was just saying earlier. You'll forget that you even yes. planted these things and like you had this morning. Yes. And I love how you said that because I, I had to bring my car in. Now my wife's going to drop it off for me because I can't drive at the moment. But for some reason, there's a little rocking, knocking right. sound in the back. Not like uh, something bad, but there's some, something loose underneath yeah, there. It's just don't annoying know. and consistent. And, I, and the, yeah. the VW place is right down the street from me. But for some reason, it became such a big deal. And I felt so small and unworthy yes. that I was afraid to do it. Instead of what you said, like, this is a great opportunity for me to go. I love the guy, the, the yes. men and women who work there. And it. I pay for the privilege to go there with yes. my lease and everything. And like, it's a positive it thing. It changes that, everything. And we're worth, sometimes I think I, I still think that I, I, I still have these beliefs that I'm unworthy. And then that leads to resentment. Like everyone's out to get, you know, like yes. the, the, the unworthiness and the resentment both have to go. Yes. To, to receive the good that's always present. This is a perfect reading. This reading has helped me tremendously. The one and this I'm is read. funny because this is from Deepak Chopra. Dude, I almost threw this book across yeah, the room. Yeah. Because so, like, sometimes uh, the more celebrity teachers we get, a, you know, we have to like, we get a laugh at. We don't always want to, I don't know, we, we, we usually tend toward the older books that are what we call more straight, the medicine, right. less headshots and stuff. But this is what we always say. You get the medicine where it comes, yeah, right? right? You, you, you gotta, take it. You, yeah, you gotta just, you can't let whatever you think of the personality of the messenger get in the way of the message which is absurd because for most people they hear Deepak Chopra they go oh I love Deepak you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. so anyway so we got well, this and here. this is a miracle because the only reason I got this because books were starting to clump on my shelf so yeah. I had to yank a few out of there right and this was one and for some reason I opened it right to this page folks are you ready yes it says the law of least effort is defenselessness defenselessness which means that your awareness is established in defenselessness and you have relinquished the need to convince or persuade others of your point of view. If you just relinquish the need to defend your point of view, you will, in that relinquishment, gain access to enormous amounts of energy that have been previously wasted. Completely desist from defending your point of view. When you have no point to defend, you do, you do not allow the birth of an argument. If you do this consistently, if you stop fighting and resisting, you will fully experience the present, which is a gift. In this joyful, simple freedom, you will know without any doubt in your heart that what you want is available to you whenever you want it, because your want will be from the level of happiness, not from the level of anxiety or fear. You do not need to justify. 
Simply declare your intent to yourself and you will experience fulfillment, delight, joy, freedom, and autonomy in every moment of your life. And that's what it means. When I was thinking to defend myself in my mind with the guys at the dealership, right. well, I'm cut off from this, this energy. Yeah. But when I switched it to this feeling of prosperity right. and love for them, right. for Lori, right. for myself, right. I was healed in yes. that moment. Yes, I did the same thing yesterday with my... Uh, I took a moment to visualize. I was getting kind of stressed. I was doing some paperwork to get ready for the kids. And thankfully, my wife called because I was ignoring those symbols. I was getting hot and stressed. Yes, that's the, she that called. hot feeling. Yeah, and I got. I laid on the sofa. I, uh, you know, started. I watched a little bit of The Secret where they were talking about visualization, and I was like, I fell into the most wonderful. It, it's helpful to like lay down or do something comfortable yes. or sit comfortably and just. Let the mind go, close the eyes, and all of a sudden you start realizing, why was I even worried about that at all? And then I started visualizing all the good and the healing, and it's and it's so funny how all of a sudden it becomes the most obvious thing. Uh, yes. and I start realizing how true it is. And whereas when I'm in fear, it feels like it's oh yeah, what, what is that? Some kind of uh, you know like hocus pocus, hocus pocus, or and I have to keep reminding myself this stuff, these affirmations is not some sleight of hand thing. So no. it's not. I'm not saying magic words that somehow is going to make it so. All I'm doing is aligning my consciousness with the good that is already happening, and the, and doing it that way is so much more graceful. And, and I was going to say, uh, with regards to this, like dropping my defensiveness uh, and all of that, or, or even with my own healing, because what I've been going through is brings up stuff for other people. And sometimes they say stuff, I can tell they're dealing with their own little nightmare. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'm tempted to go, no, look, I don't want to hear that. I just want to be in the healing because yes. I feel it. And, but just like that, I, I can say, they're not talking about me. They're talking about That's whatever right. is in their head. I don't need to defend myself. I know what's real. I know I'm healing. I've been getting the most amazing feeling that not like how much good is going to come out of A my lot. healing and how many other people are going to be inspired. And Yes. Um, I, it's just been awesome. And I've been looking forward to little things that I was starting to take for granted, like going out to get coffee with Fazaro or going to visit my wife's shop. And it's not, it doesn't bring sadness. It brings me like joy. It's yes. like pulling me forward into that reality again. So uh, do you want to say anything before we go to the break? That's all, folks. All right. It's all a setup, everybody. <laughs> Coming up next, ever faithful Frank Conti continues his demonstration with today's daily word, let go, let God. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. 
Welcome back to Funniest Thing. You know what, Ed? I got great news. Oh, let's hear it. It's a setup. That's right. It's a setup. The cha- That's the thing. We don't realize how the setup is happening in the moment. Sometimes it actually looks counter to what we want, right? So yeah. one good tool that Eric Butterworth recommends from Spiritual Economics, which I've been reading from quite a bit lately, he says, take a moment right now to get- engage in the experience of gratitude. Just feel grateful. Let the spirit of thanksgiving flood your whole being with its healing warmth. According to Plato's law, as you feel grateful, you become attractive, not only in your beauty and radiance, but in your relationships with people. More important, you release a vital energy that draws to you opportunities, employment, and a secure flow of substance. Everything begins to work in your life in an orderly and creative way. Wow, that is awesome. Man, I gotta read that again later. Yeah, you know, it reminds me like when you when you said you were leaving um, the the what was it that rehab the rehabilitation in the uh, yes. Pearl Harbor where you were telling the guy. Uh, oh, it's just like in here out there. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Right. And he said it's always been like in here out there. That's right. But that's, I just couldn't see it. Right. Then that's the same thing with this. Like this create this uh, this appreciation just helps us to see that it's always working in a creative and orderly way. And I just want to bring this up to a lot of people mistakenly, because in a lot of 12-step groups, they go, do a gratitude list, do a gratitude list, right. and what happens is, I've noticed a lot of people start thinking of it as just a homework assignment. Okay, right. I did my right, gratitude right, right. list. But you don't have to do it like that. No. It's actually not, it's not just a homework assignment in 12-step groups. It actually is a magnetic force that attracts right. more of its of its own nature. And yes. when you're being grateful for the little things that you are naturally grateful for, yeah. like, ooh, I love having this computer. Just any simple thing. Yeah. Or my shoes, these right, are right. great shoes. Right. My hair turned out good today. Right. Well, that just leads to another thought of gratitude. Right. Right. And then it becomes this magnetic force. Like that, when you say, when you're happy for what you have, you end up getting more to be happy yeah, for. Yeah, you know, that, that's actually funny because in the, the visualization part of the, the movie The Secret, Joe Vitale, the other Joe, yeah. the, a.k.a. The, the, the um, what's that guy's name? Danny DeVito of the spiritual world. Yes. He says, make sure it's fun. Don't, yes. Don't make it into, don't make it, like you said, into homework. It's not magic words that you're saying that's going to make things better. It's just a way to have fun because joy is the strength of the Lord or joy is the strength of the law. It's the joy that yes. really activates the stuff. So, yes. Thinking of, speaking of joy, we enjoy our listeners and uh, because we know you're practicing this stuff just a lot right along with us, and that's the best part. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Go to DarylandEd.com for everything Daryl and Ed. And you can also um, send us through our contact form and email there. It's really easy just to hit the contact form, and you can send us a message. We love hearing from you, and we love reading them on the air if you're okay with that. Let's also thank the chief engineer, his name is Jeff Comfort, and each week, week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. A shout out to Message of Hope. Yes. Because they provide free spiritual materials to those in need. The, it, we love the blind or visually impaired community. And that's who they known. serve, is the blind or visually impaired yes. community. But uh, if anyone, if you need their services or would like to learn more about them, please call them at 866-421-3066. Yes. And now a shout out to the prayer line, which is 
800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. It's been around for a high, over 125 it's years. Amazing. It's the oldest phone line in Missouri. Right. And we use it all the time. We do. If you need to get out of a miserable state of mind, I'm telling you, it sounds hokey, especially for a grown man who's been in the military to call a little old lady in Missouri or whoever he's going to yeah. pick up. But you know what? As soon as I make that call, my mind starts to shift. Yeah, they because also have the, the app too. Yeah. The yeah. app, the letter U, the word pray. You can type in your prayers. Wise man once said, when you're feeling alone and you're on your own, flesh and bone by the telephone, pick up the receiver, they'll make you a believer. Okay, it's time for the daily word. Uh, you can go to DarylNid.com at the bottom of our homepage. You'll see the daily word. You can read it there every day. It refreshes. You can click on it, right? Or, yeah, if you yeah. click on it, you can subscribe right from there. Very yeah. easy. And now today to read today's yeah. daily word, which is perfect for what we're talking about, is Frank Conti yes. from New Jersey. Yeah, he's. this is part two of our time with Frank Conti. How are you doing, Frank? I'm doing well. How are the both of you? Oh, good. man, couldn't be better. So good to be here, That's man. Great. And we're so glad you were able to come back and join us for part two because the story is so great. That first half is a, is a spiritual um, experience and lesson in itself. I know, And yes. now we got the second part. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah, so um, let's start by reading the Daily Word today, and then we'll go from there. How about that? Sounds great. Uh, daily Word today is let go, let God. I let go and trust in life's perfect unfolding. Each day is filled with happenings that I may or may not like. If I let what's going on outside determine how I feel inside, it will be hard to find peace. When I let go and I trust in life's perfect unfolding, I am no longer swayed by experience, whether good or bad. God within me stabilizes and sustains me as I navigate my life's changes. Whether I'm facing looming bills, an upcoming school assignment, or career and family responsibilities, I free myself by letting go. I come apart a while and rest, taking precious moments to be still, to know, to align with God's power and presence. I trust that God is mightier than any of my circumstances. In all things, God is. My anxieties are dispelled because I know God is love and I am that love expressing. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. Yeah. Wow. That Did you guys get that? Yes, we got it, man. Great. That is amazing. That goes perfectly Great. with um, what we've been talking about, letting go and trusting in life's perfect unfolding. It goes perfect with the story you've been telling. And I, and I love that it says, cast all your anxiety on him. Yeah. Because a lot. Cause yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that um, that reading from Cohen is so perfect. I've been using that in my mind that I'm going to oust those dictators yeah. of worry, self-doubt, you know, mm -hmm. self-hate, guilt, you know, all those things. I can oust those dictators because they're the only things right. keeping me feeling bad and holding me back. They're not reality. And speaking of reality, um, if you didn't tune in to last week's episode, it's okay because – 
This second part of the story is a standalone story. This was actually the story we thought we were going to get to last yes. week, but it, the first part was so good that it was an episode unto itself. So that's what I was going to say. If you're just uh, tuning in and hearing this portion of the story, we strongly suggest you listen to the first half. And where we left off was after a seemingly negative turned into a seemingly positive and everything was going great. Right. And it was very positive experience. Right. All of a sudden there was a fire at the animal shelter. Yes. And Frank, why don't you take us from there? Okay, great. Yes, there there was a fire. Um, it was uh, it was pretty intense, and it was um, there was a, a a big upheaval in the town because many many people from the town are attached to this location, this animal shelter here. Right. Uh, but it it there was a fire ab- above the shelter because there was housing above it. But all of the animals did get out alive. And uh, many, many, many standbyers, people, and many people in the neighborhood came to rescue and assisted the fire department on that, you know, at that event. And then afterwards, every one of the animals shortly after that were adopted. So wow, it really was. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't any need to displace these animals and and file them into other shelters where other shelters may have become overcrowded. So uh, the community really came together and really just uh, rose to the moment and adopted every one of these animals, which there's many there between cats, dogs, and, you know, I think there was even a pig there one time. Wow. So, Wait, why don't you um, let our listeners know what town this is <laughs> in New Jersey? Because this is such oh, a this is, that's an amazing. amazing story about that yeah. town, that community. Yeah, this is in, this is in Montclair. Um, you know, presently it's, it's run, it's been taken over by the town commission, so it is called the Montclair Animal Shelter. So... Um, yes, it was, it was uh, a really tragic event. Uh, and you know, it, it worked out really well. I mean, I guess, you know, for uh, something so bad ha- happening right, right. You know, with the adoption and with the fact that none of the animals were, were ill or none of them died. So everything was real. And it was really the responsibility of, of the, of the shelter personnel that were there. I mean, they really acted fast and swift and really un- knew what to do. If, if that fire had occurred, when the shelter was closed and there was no, there, you know, cause there's not 24 hour uh, surveillance, right. you know, right. at the shelter, then things would have went much worse, but thank God someone was there when this occurred um, uh, in order to save all these animals. So it worked out really well. Um, so, you know, a- after that moment or just prior to that moment in the last episode, I told you I had filled out the application to start walking the dogs and then the, then the shelter burnt down. So there was a period of time, which, you know, took a while to, you know, renovate the building. And um, so, you know, there was just time that I was just going about my life, just doing what I usually do as far as going to work, taking care of family, all all the things that everyone does on a daily basis. But I always had it on my mind. So I really wanted to engage um, at a later moment when I knew the shelter was going to be reactivated and just kept that, you know, on the back burner saying that once this, you know, because it's so close to my office, it was, you know, it would be very convenient for me to, choose that shelter to be part of. Right, so, right. Um, uh, you know, a, while, a little while after they had reopened, they, you know, I went there, refilled out the application. There were new personnel there and uh, went through the process of training, that whole thing, and uh, basically was accepted into the family of what they call dog walkers. So, right. it, you know, it was, you know, there was a little bit of a learning curve, but it was very encouraging for me to be able to participate with so many animals in need uh, because coming coming from, uh, my last dog that I had re- rescued from that shelter passing away, 
I was I wasn't really in a position to be owning a dog at this moment with the travel I was doing. I didn't feel like it was fair. Right. I convinced myself, which I think is a good thing, that um, you know how how do I help many dogs? You know, rescuing one dog, you're you're helping one dog. But I just said, right. how do I help many? And helping many was being able to walk. I can walk a different dog, you know, a few times a day if I have a couple of hours here and there. I could just you know every week I could just pick another dog. You know, right. and, you know, right. the one coming in and out. So it allowed me to help many do- different dogs, and I became very interested in that. And that was kind of like, you know, some of my friends would maybe make the suggestion that, you know, I create work for myself. But, right. you know, because, you know, some people in life, maybe they just want to exist and they want to do the least amount possible. But right. I just don't have that personality. Uh-huh. So, um, and well, what I mean by the making, making a job for myself is because I kind of just suggested, you know, what's, what's next in my life? Like, how do I what's the next thing that's going to make me a better version of myself? Uh-huh. You know, so how do, you know, how, how do I create the next thing that is, is for the greater good? And right. I really love working with animals. So that was kind of what I focused on. Um, you know, so I was happy to do it. And now transitioning into the future, what happened was I just kept on telling my wife, Lisa, I just said, you know what, I, I'm, you know, I love walking these dogs. I love doing what I'm doing, but there's a bigger thing here. Like, I feel like I have a higher purpose and right. I'm not really sure what it is. Right. So you just I got just, that intuitive thought. Yeah, I just, yeah, exactly. I just had this thing where I just couldn't get rid of it. And yes. it was just, you know, I just said, you know what, um, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to focus on, uh, on the feeling that I have, not right. on a particular thing. Right. You know? Right. 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 And so I just stay with that feeling and I just say, you know, I, I'm sure something in time will manifest. Yes. And I typically, I don't put a, I don't put a timetable on something. Right. I just know what I feel and I just keep focusing on that and I just keep going. Right. Now, I don't know where it's going to take me, right. but I just, you know, I just, I just stay true to that thought, you know? Well, wait, one thing, I, just, I don't want to cut you off, but I got to say this because yeah. we were just talking about how it's a joyful, like process Right. I know from what you're saying, I could tell in your voice that that feeling and those thoughts felt really good. And that's why, like, when I feel that way, too, about something, it's like I'm not I don't need to make it happen. I don't need to be like know how specifically, but I just enjoy this reassuring sense. I don't know what's going to happen here. But it's going to be something, and it's going to be good. Yeah, and that's the thing that, like, fear always has, like, a very concrete thing. It knows exactly what it's going to do, and it's a strong feeling. It doesn't feel good. But learning to live the way you're describing, like, feeling those deeper feelings of knowing you're being drawn, and and it's coming from deep within yourself. So it's a a healing and a a, a satisfying feeling. But it also has to to be – the willingness like you were able to do of not know where it's going to go or how it's going to manifest. Yeah, and, so not, like, and be willing to let go and yeah. not over-direct how it should be. Right, which that's awesome. This is the that's, whole point of life, is learning how to surf those yeah, waves like yes, this. Yes, Okay, so right. what happened that's next? No, that, you're, you're, <laughs> yes. you're, exactly, you're exactly right. And it, and it doesn't mean that during the process of my, uh, uh, or, or my focus of this thing that I wanted to happen, it doesn't mean that there weren't down moments or right. insecure right. moments or anxious moments right. just through daily life. I mean, because right. that happens anyway. But, yes. you know, like I said, you, you just you just correct yourself and you kind of get back on track. And, you know, and it wasn't a pressing thought that I had every minute of the day because right. we all have our lives to live. Yes. And, you know, there's there's work, food shopping, family, whatever. 
but right. it was just something that I, I knew was there and it was a very strong feeling. So I kept mentioning this to Lisa. This was probably about, you know, uh, fall to um, winter of 2018. Right. And um, I just kept on saying, I, I, I know there's something out there. I really want to do something. I don't know what it is. Um, I, you know, maybe an opportunity will come, you know, and, you know, you know, it was kind of like this game we were playing. And she, you know, I would mention it to her and she would laugh and she was like, was anything happen today? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, right. and we just keep going through the motion. So she, you know, in our office, we have multiple phone lines and she had taken a trip uh, where she was away for a period of time in January. I believe it was January 2019. So I was still in, at home base in our office. And um, during the period just before she left, she was getting an influx of calls like we usually do. And she was getting a call from a, um, a television studio that would leave a message and just say, uh, you know, one of our lines rang and, and it would be a message saying, oh, this is so-and-so. We're, we're thinking about maybe um, talking to you about a television show that we have or, you know, and we get all kinds of calls because Lisa and I have been, uh, uh, you know, has done some spots on cable television before, but it typically is very rushed and it's at, a, it's at an inopportune moment, and it, you right. know there's there's not a lot of grab there. So you know we knew we were busy, and she was going away. So she kind of just ignored, she kind of right. ignored it. So right. I just said, well, while I'm, a, I said, you know, while she's away, I'm going to take care of all the phone lines, retrieve the messages. And she said, oh, well, you know, somebody from NBC Studios called again. You might want to pick up that line and just talk to them. So I just said, okay, fine. So I scrolled through her messages, scrolled through all the office messages. I I. I get the number, I call up, and it's a, a producer from NBC Universal Television, and he starts asking me these questions about uh, a television show. And I said, okay. And so he mentioned, do you know who George Oliphant is? And I said, as a matter of fact, I do, because I know he lives in my town. And they were like, oh, well, because, you know, he has a primetime television show called George to the Rescue. And I said, I, I am aware of that. Right. And, um, you know, how, how can I help you? And he just said, well, uh, he said, I just was inquiring because we just wanted to know if you could answer some questions about possibly being part of a, of a, a refurbishment or a rescue um, that George has in mind. And I said, well, what is it? And he said, well, the Montclair Animal Shelter had burned down years ago and it was been rebuilt, but there's an outside wow. facility uh -huh. that is, is, is really in deterioration. It's very bad. It actually is like prison-like. So right. I just said, well... And he said, or would you be interested? And I said, um, I might be. <laughs> you know, I, was, I, was, I was playing a little coy because I was just, I was waiting to see how many more questions he had. Right. And so he said, well, are you familiar with the shelter? I said, as a matter of fact, I'm so close, I could throw a baseball and hit the building. And he's like, <laughs> are you serious? And I said, yes. And I said, I'm also, I've also rescued dogs from that shelter. He's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yes. And I said, I also am a dog walker there. And he's like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> he's like, you got to be kidding me. So he's like, we have to see you right away. So basically what happened was two days after that, that phone call, the, uh, him and another person from uh, NBC Universal Television came into my office and they shot an iPhone video of me just talking and answering questions. Like, right. You know, how, you know, would you like to help the dogs? Would you do this or whatever? And I said, absolutely. So they called me about a week later and they said, would you meet us down at the building? So they did that and they showed us. And I, that's when I met George Oliphant, who is the, the host of the show. So I met him and he just said, I feel so good about this that I want you 
to be the head designer and the head contractor, and I want you to take the lead on the entire episode. Oh, my goodness. And, and this is the first time he's ever done that in 10 wow. years. Has basically handed over like almost like the prime spot to someone wow. who was just an individual and had no television or media background. Right. So um, I, I got this grand opportunity. I, I, I came up with this incredible design to restructure the place. It was, I, I was on such a mission. I, wow. I called up many, con- there were electricians, plumbers, carpenters, yeah. painters, everybody that had to be involved. And when I, when I tell you, Ed and Daryl, uh, I, I called these contractors from Montclair and as soon as I mentioned, I need help, and it has to do with the dog shelter, everybody said, whatever you need, we'll do it 100% for free. And wow. that is such a positive. Wait, I got to tell right. you, we, we want to make sure people can see that. Yes, because can can we're you, getting close to saying goodbye yeah, but for the day. I won't, can you please uh, text me the link to the YouTube video that's out there? And just tell us, too, so and that our listeners us what, can listen. Tell us what episode and what show again before – Okay. Because we want to share that with our listeners through our website and yeah. Facebook page, so they can see this this segment, or at least whatever's available on YouTube for them to see. Yes, I could do that. So I will I will text you that information. But if everyone just goes to you you know the YouTube channel and they type in George to the Rescue Animal Shelter, it will come right up. Ah, oh, beautiful! You can just watch it on YouTube. Yep. We're going to do that definitely next. Yep. That's an incredible story, man. Well, we got to get going to wrap up the show. But, Frank, thank you so much. We look forward to talking to you again sometime in the future, man. Thank you so much. And thank you, guys. Uh, it was it was a pleasure for me to be part of this, and uh, I hope you guys stay well. Can we have you back again? Will your wife allow that? Yes, she will. I, I, I have other topics we could talk about on, yes. right, on, on positivity. So um, anytime right. you guys are ready, I would love to be part of it. Thank All right. You. Well, uh, hang tight for hang a moment. Tight. We got a little story. story. A story about you. A little while back, Frank Conti purchased an old run-down abandoned farm with plans to turn it into a thriving enterprise. The, th- the fields were grown over with weeds, the farmhouse was falling apart, and the fences were broken down. During his first day of work, the town preacher stopped by to bless Frank's work and said, May you and God work together to make this the farm of your dreams. A few months later, the preacher stopped by again. Lo and behold, it was a completely different place. The farmhouse was completely rebuilt in an excellent condition. There were cattle and other livestock happily munching on feed in well-fenced pens, and in the fields were filled with crops planted in neat rows. Amazing, the preacher said. Look what God and you have accomplished together. Frank chuckled and replied, Yeah, Reverend, but remember what the farm was like when God was working it alone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enzo, Enzo, look what the FedEx cut. He came all the way to my house to... He uh, dragged in a letter. Eka from YouTube said, Namaste from Texas. Muchas gracias. You guys are so funny. Mucho gusto. Bendiciones. Which I don't know that last word, but thank you. Uh, we got a great letter from Reverend John B. Waterhouse, the co-founding minister of Center for Spiritual Living in Asheville. And he says, hi, Daryl and Ed. Thank you for creating a beacon of light through your Unity Online radio show. I think what you're asking for is what I call the identity prayer. I compare it to the AA serenity prayer, which, of course, is about making choices. The identity prayer is about recognizing your own divinity. Here's how it goes. I know that within myself, There is that life which is perfect, complete, divine. It was never born and cannot die, for it lives and is God. Within myself is the wholeness, peace, poise, 
and power of life. This life is health. It's abundance. It's love. There is one life, and it's the life of God, and this is my life now. And so it is. Use it well. It changed my life. So many blessings. John. And he's coming up as a guest in two weeks, I think, uh, or sometime in the next few weeks. He's been kind enough to come on the show. Stacy from Idaho says, I'm listening to your podcast. It is so good. I feel like it's your podcast that I need on a daily basis. Would you and Ed ever consider doing Zoom meetings? And we are considering that. Stay stay tuned. We are going to set up a, a Zoom meeting. And before we, we got someone knocking at the door, but John Waterhouse is in the movie. He's featured in the movie, What is New Thought? So yeah. if you have Amazon Prime, you could watch that. It's a great Let's movie. leave that guy out the door. We're gonna, I'll, I'll sing, a, I'll sing oh. for people the, the, John, a little Mi- bit of... Uh, Mr. McCartney, Rinko, you guys are going to have to wait till next, next show. Next week, guys. But, oh. So get ready to uh, read us out of here. I'll just play okay. the first verse of this song and then yes. the, first, yeah, the second verse. It's very short. <laughs> I can't believe they tried to come. I you know. know. Joan from the Beatles. All right, but this is Ed from Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. It's time to get up and do my thing. No telling what the day might bring. Everybody has a song to sing. It's time to get up, get up, get up. All right, read us out. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. It's time to get up and sing my song. There's no way I can sing that wrong. I hope maybe you sing along. It's time to get up, get up, get up. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 